I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. As far back as the 1860s, black Americans have been calling for the hiring of black police officers. This was an essential, if forgotten, part of our nation's civil rights struggle. But while these demands were consistent, the rationales were not. Some advocates claimed that blacks could make better crime fighters. Uh, they would win black citizens' trust more easily, could more effectively cultivate informants in black communities, and above all, would be motivated to protect black lives. This final consideration was especially significant to those who had suffered the consequences of white indifference to crime, vice, and public disorder in black communities. Others said that black officers would be less abusive and disrespectful than their white counterparts. And unencumbered by racism, they'd be less likely to harass innocent blacks or use excessive force during stops or arrests. Instead of treating all blacks as suspects, they would be able to distinguish decent folks from the criminal element. Still, other advocates focused on economics. Police jobs were good jobs with decent pay and even better benefits, and blacks should get their fair share of the pie. Finally, some argued that investing blacks with the power of a badge and a gun would send a vital message to Americans on both sides of the color line, overturning the tradition of white resistance to the very idea of black authority hey welcome to the black out test podcast with your host rod and Karen. we're live on a saturday ready to do some podcasting you can yes, find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black out test leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and this excerpt was from locking up our own which is a book that is not by a froman whoever i made up that's not even a real person <laughs> this is by james foreman jr a real human being who really did this book okay the son <laughs> the son of james foreman <laughs> uh but yeah so uh this uh th- this excerpt kind of interesting because i think a lot of these debates and stuff still go on today and they do what a lot of people always forget about these same policies and black people that they denigrate now because we know how things worked out they always forget that they're working on theory oh what might be and largely in in a large part even some of the most radical minds of today are still mostly working on theory they don't know what the fuck will happen you know and that and i think one of the reasons we're always pushing for the theoretical is because we know the things that are happening are not good enough and we know that you know the implementation of these uh new things maybe there will be some chance to overcome the the big elephant in the room which is just simply racism yeah and and, and it's one of the things where how can you say you you kind of fall in different camps when it comes to this you fall in the camp of people there's like i hope white people will change i hope the system will change and i think that that is what the the engine and the fuel behind people pushing forward and pushing forward and pushing the changes and stuff because you know you for some people they have to have hope mm-hmm. um then you fall into the group that goes uh i hope they change but i am looking around me and reality tells me that they're not going to change and nothing's going to change but i still have hope you know you fall that's a separate group that that group is kind of in the middle then you have a group that goes fuck them they're not changing 
and 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 nothing's going to change and everything's horrible and everything is terrible and you know they're brick wall towards any kind of of compromise because they go well anytime we compromise we always end up getting the short end of the stick we always get getting screwed over you know even if our we have this idea of what we think is going to be racism just always finds a way somehow to morph and change and form into something we didn't even know could do and all of a sudden we write back to fucking square one so i think people fall i I personally see people falling into all three of those camps well what's interesting is that you know there are no neat answers right Mm -hmm. because when you're talking about policing there was a time where only white people were police officers and they could police black people right but the execution of what policing came became for black people and for black officers i mean it's obviously still rife with problems you have black officers who most of us think of as the most the ones who are the most harsh towards us the least forgiving right um and you know there's further in this chapter they talked to some of the police officers who became those first police officers and some of the black people that became those first police officers they and they talk about with. you know but a lot of what they talk about is that they weren't necessarily in it for the quote-unquote good of the race they didn't feel like i this is for my community they were like i have been trying to find a job i have been locked out of jobs uh, of all types of any esteem and now i can find a job i have a profit motive to just do a good job right and what is a good job in a white supremacist patriarchal capitalist police department it's follow their rules right it's not you know be the one to buck the system and uh-uh. tell them everything then guess, doing what? Is wrong. guess what you ain't gonna have a job then also as black police officers they were marginalized the sideline many times put in positions where they uh would never one day would never be able to police a white person um there were law there were literally certain jurisdictions where it's like you can't arrest a black a white person if you see a white person committing a crime there's nothing you can do don't even call the other white police officers about this this has this this has nothing to do with you um there was also just resistance to their authority so okay maybe it's not on the law that i can't arrest you but i'm arresting you as a white man and you go i'm not fucking listening to you nigger not doing it um so that you know there's also that then there's black people that don't respect black police officers you know i think uh we talked about i want to say it was robert forrester but i might be getting the name mixed up but we talked about the um i think it was robert anyway we talked about um the the doctor who went to la and he wanted to start his practice Mm -hmm. and black people were like i don't want a black doctor right because you were looked at as less than yeah well now i can finally have a white doctor so we're a black doctor so you have that with police black people being like fuck like i'm gonna be more disrespectful to you because you are a black police officer i i you know this whole thing of i'm gonna see the community in you and you're gonna see the community in me and we're gonna think the best of each other not necessarily what plays out when a black person has a, a badge and a gun you know um and then also i think um another thing we watch kind of play out or whatever that we like i said we just forget is that theory and i think it relates to say stuff like uh socialism or we'll get this or we'll you know we're gonna be so radical we're never and there's a reason that many black people do not completely disengage and go into the theoretical landscape and that's because we have in practice watched theory be uh devoured by reality yes sir so you know it's like when people say you know i think my biggest gripe with the whole at least at the time and who knows how many of these people were real 
but like the black socialist twitter movement for a couple years back which seems to have died down to some extent um but one of the reasons i was kind of reticent was because it wouldn't it never really showed how they were going to defeat racism with it right it was like we just gonna move on another onto another playing table that still is relying on these white people that we know are racist to play fair and i'm like they're not gonna they're not gonna play fair though because racism is an all engrossing eroding um illogical uh uncompromising monster that you have to fight these are not this is not a uh a, a situation where they'll go oh well if everyone gets a fair share i'll stop being racist it's not economic anxiety no no it's not that's why that's why niggas don't want to hear that and people go what's wrong with y'all we were like no fuck them it's black people in the same process but they ain't voting for they ain't saying fuck everybody else you know so no you know people don't want to hear that you can't satiate that monster and i think that's what people feel like uh some of these other systems might do or at least you know white people have to comply they don't ever have to comply no and that's the point and also the thing is the way white supremacy is it's like breathing in water and air to them it's it it is what it is and when you're born up in it and it is what it is you don't think nothing different so it's white people that that aren't really truly aren't racist but because the system is they go well the system is and you go well there's something wrong with the system and they don't understand you bucking up against the system that has always been it is what it is for them the other thing too uh, about black police officers some of them actually were harder on the community because they they felt like it was a reflection on them mm-hmm. and because you're working in a racist environment where white people do a crime it's not a reflection on white people black people do a crime it's a reflection on black people we all know it that's why we joke about guess the race yes we joke about you know you watch the news and you don't want it to be a black person and stuff like that we so in this society if i'm a black police officer and my fellow uh white police officers are pinning the state of the black uh community on me via criminality the the you know the quote-unquote worst elements then i'm gonna feel like i i'm gonna take umbrage not to them i start taking umbrage to my community i'm gonna clean this up i'm gonna tell these black people what to do i'm gonna get in here and beat that beat some heads and so i think people just don't understand that the the mentality you know or not don't understand they didn't understand at the time how it would play out because they hoped for the best right because what what they were coming from was a situation where only white people were allowed to be cops and you know that wasn't fair Mm -mm. so it's like well maybe we can get another thing you know and now you know the new thing is we there should be no cops at all there's no we don't need any police yeah you know we'll see we'll see i don't um, think that's gonna happen i don't think i will ever i don't know if there's even a country where that has no police officers come on that has nothing no but that's you know that's the next radical thing is that you know um because another part of this element that people don't talk about with policing one of the reasons black people have always kind of until you know as of recently uh probably the last 20 years that has changed but but one of the reasons black people have always wanted policing is because there was no policing in black neighborhoods when Mm -hmm. there were white cops they were like the criminal element of your community can run your community we don't give a fuck right so if someone gets killed someone gets shot someone gets raped what happened to a black person we don't care you know and so there were people there were black people at the time who literally were begging for police because like we need some protection and we would love for it to be with from within our community since y'all won't come 
and y'all don't care you know so um it's just it's just a fucked up situation overall Mm -hmm. you know but yeah people thought and maybe they still think that you know black police can fix it and what i think is over the course of time and it still moved faster than you would think considering the history of the country but slow on an individual lifetime right um over the course of time i think we are getting more and more progressive black prosecutors police chiefs all of that stuff you're seeing it happen it's just so fucking slow man like and it's and because it's policing it'll never be ideal there'll never Mm -hmm. be a time when it's gonna be even close to perfect or good or whatever but i am seeing progress from black people it coming into the system and interrupt disrupting the system um and you know and obviously from with the pressure from the outside from protesters community leaders things of this nature but it's it's a complicated situation that won't be solved by just employing black people nope all right let's get into the show this is a review uh this is a feedback episode so we got to talk about all the stuff that y'all did uh fall many of you went and gave us money yes y'all did y'all went to the front page of the black looked on the right hand side and said how do i give these negroes some of this hard-earned cash mm-hmm. and we appreciate it let me do. let us play your song okay and give you your shout out too because i know y'all gonna want your shout out to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. New day. Let's talk about this money, though. Uh, KCF. Or is it Cassie L? Anyway, they dropped us off the one-time donation. Thank you very much, Cassie. Mm-hmm. Autumn W., thank you as well. David C., we appreciate you. Damian Jackson. Ooh. I am for real. Thank you. James C. Joy M. Damien R. Uh, oh, our boy Sting sent us a one-time donation that says, Karen, my sincerest condolences to you and your family. Oh, thank you, baby. Nicola C. Thank you. Bambi. Dr. Bambi hit us up. Mm-hmm. Our girl Falcons Diva. Jason L. Donna N. Kevin W. We got a one-time donation from Frederick C. Thank you, Fred. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Derek L.W. Not to be confused with 3LW. <laughs> Felicity L. B. Coleman. Um, uh, man, we was going so good. Okay, Grace N. Lawrence C. Cedric W. And that's everybody. Man, my phone's moving fast. Woo! But there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and it's stuck in my heart and it feels like a cold night. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. But tell me where are the blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where's the love, the joy that you promised to tell me it's alright? I almost gave up my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower and I smile. Even when I hurt me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been for a while, I smile. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you lay down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. 
people. You look so much better when you smile. Smile. All right, all right. Let's get into these reviews. We got four new ones. Yay! Sexy Friends is the title of this one. Five stars, and it's from M. Dula, who says, Yo, I'm listening to Tearaway Bras, and I love y'all. <laughs> the way Rod seamlessly segued to Usher and his Adam and Eve promotion right after reading the whole BFS Trist, Chris uh, was uh, was wild, Joe. And why he sh- uh, shoot his shot on the wedding eve? I have a 2020 book goal. Thanks, Goodreads. This book is next on my list. Y'all, everything. I hope you're feeling better, Karen. Not being able to breathe is real. And you're right. I'm messing with those herbs and tonics the old folks been using. It's for a reason. Hashtag believe old people remedies. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, a few went out and got, um, I think it was I Ain't Like the Mother Niggas. Uh, I saw, uh, Man Trilificent on, uh, Twitter. It was like, mm hmm, fitting the cop in the cop after judging me for reading it but then you know this is the kind of this kind of ignorance that that that, yeah, that we, we promote we know here. y'all like it too 2020 this is from kenny jacks who says five stars i'm in the same boat with karen my mom lost me when i was a few months old we recently reconnected because her house burnt down a few years ago Aww. and she came and lived with me our relationship has grown tremendously she's a blessing to be around i'm glad god has allowed us to reconcile I'm sorry for your loss honey kenny jacks uh, from nakatosh thank you baby uh congratulations on 10 years this is from shaw uh shaw to the day shaw day who says shaw day not who says uh <laughs> congrats i'm sure you get tired of that joke congrats on 10 years hey Roddy karen long time listener first time reviewer new year new me hey Hey, new year's resolution this is a great new year's resolution Mm -hmm. leave us a five-star review yep if you haven't left one it it, is a new refresh i'm gonna keep it short and sweet you both inspire me each and every day with your perspective on life i can listen to you guys for hours keep doing what you do y'all were born for this i love you rod and karen three heart emojis congrats on 10 y'all deserve the world thank you thank you and last one is from oh you fancy huh <laughs> who leaves a five good names this week who leaves a five-star review that says you done plotted and schemed you got me to write a review dang are you happy now i am i am thank you like everyone else here i've been listening since the episodes were in the 300s i did a search for black and your show popped up there's been many good shows that i've started to write reviews for but i canceled it because things will come up before i could finish the review not today i'm obediently sitting in my car writing this because if i don't i'll forget i'll say all i say all that to say episode 2013 mike vick got me waving my hands in the air saying things like well reverend with a bunch of amen, with a bunch of amens yes all of the proper time no less uh and all at the proper time no less like you're on the pulpit on an easter sunday with a visiting choir that was a good episode too kept kept me up while on the road and i ain't even religious uh everything you said was spot on heartfelt and said with so much passion i had to share the episode thanks for giving me different perspectives because you changed my mind many times you know me being a female and all i can't think for myself (laughs) Uh, laughing emoji inside joke amongst loyal listeners uh keep up the immensely great job thanks for laughs and tears throughout the years thank you hey baby man these are some great reviews yes sir appreciate y'all um the leave five star reviews just go 
on itunes mm-hmm. search our podcast and drop us a five-star review you can also do it on stitcher we didn't get any stitcher this last week but you can go to stitcher uh website search the black guy tips and go to our page and scroll down it says write a review leave us a five-star review or read it on the show we, we love those we do so make sure they're nice yes uh stitcher allows you to leave it through ios i don't know about other places but the ios it allows you to leave a comment through your phone we don't see those for some reason those comments don't print on our uh page for the review page so you actually have to go leave a review on a computer yeah on a computer mm-hmm. uh all right let's get to our episodes uh we had comments on the black com website episode 2020 enlightening humorous and thoughtful was the feedback episode title uh, tanya w42 says hi rod and karen i'm leaving this comment on the feedback show because it's not related to any specific episode i just thought your new york city area listeners might be interested in attending the annual black comic book festival at the schomburg center in east harlem next friday and saturday january 17th and 18th oh shit which is free with registration i'll leave the registration link in this comment in case anyone wants to check it out you rule if you want to see the link go to the blackoutist.com and look up episode 2020 thank you baby it's right there in the comments by tanya w sofa king says you can tell us the truth rod the phone problems you be having when shouting out donations is performance art right it's really (laughs) it's really theater of the mind ain't it if you consider wi-fi uh being slow performance art i guess maybe uh the poll is um have you ever rented a porn dvd or vhs tape well i obviously i have mm-hmm. um uh let's talk about it uh um, oh, i don't know if i have we normally always be together so yeah, yeah. i mean you you vicarious you like yeah. head smoke. <laughs> you, you rented them. i'm gonna say if you rented it i rented it you told me which ones to get yes uh i have my wish list <laughs> 21 percent says yes i'm old 47 percent says no but i could have so y'all the saints i guess yeah y'all didn't want to go behind the red curtain oh y'all just scared or the beads with the incense back there in the back 32 percent says no because i'm too young for all that also y'all old so some of y'all 32 (laughs) percent of y'all's young amon says damn y'all old laugh my butt off the only time i've seen people rent porn is in movies but i do remember buying hentai at fye also warnings unsuspecting moms that the anime their son picked up was actually porn oh yeah well if you got hentai i feel like you can't judge Um, (laughs) no you can't miss barnes says old person here yes i was the person that rented the vhs with the big ass cover that looked like a textbook and the movie was (laughs) only 30 to 45 minutes uh oh that was the worst yeah that's the thing i learned a lot about porn from renting porn and and being disgusted with with the results and being like yeah. okay this is what i'm not gonna do yeah because the thing is roger joke about porn is sore yeah because uh, uh if you go back uh it's been years ago i did an episode i kind of broke down you know the different types of uh pornography mm-hmm. and uh the thing is after a while uh you'll actually become a porn sewer because you'll be like oh i don't like that director yeah like 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 you'll be mm-hmm. like Mm-mm, i don't like this director or i don't like like this particular group or, or or you know however like you'll be you'll be like oh I, I like this actress let me see what else she's in or i don't like this actor i let me, i don't want to see him or i like him like you you start breaking that shit down like in the academy awards yep looks like if i see dj yellow film one of these dudes faces for 30 more seconds in the middle of a scene i think i'm gonna have to stop getting this stuff and that's that's how you end up learning You're like right. okay so no more yellow boy productions Mm-mm. and that's the step that's step one right or, or either you'd be like because they do like certain angles and stuff and 
particularly uh when they do like straight porn a lot of people when they shoot around it's like okay i want to see stuff but what i don't want to see is the back of his ass the whole shot like uh you know there's other parts that are actually moving around on the screen i graduated up to buying the movies from the porn channels on cable sadly i had to buy the movies with classy non-description titles like not the big booty chronicles 55 titles as i shared the cable bill with my mom and she would open that bill first sadly my porn addiction would run me an extra 100 to 200 dollars a month lucky the internet has changed my life well miss barnes (laughs) you did luck out because i remember when porn was expensive and it is like oh yeah now it's free it's everywhere you, you don't even have to be looking for porn sometimes i don't even want to see porn Mm-mm. i'm just on twitter and it's just and, like and somebody porn, retweets somebody fucking somebody and else porn and like, would just so all of a sudden you you man you bit and next thing you know you see dick sucking you're like oh okay that's what we doing today yeah. okay now porn just knocks taps on your shoulder when you're in public like hey <laughs> you want to see somebody uh eating some pussy like i really was on here to see what my friend's birthday party uh, pictures look like right, but, but i, I mean, of course i'll look here, i mean I, I was eating breakfast but i mean sure yeah i knew what i was doing when i followed the curvy drip that's on me yeah, right that's my fault alicia says i was too young to rent but i did used to sneak and watch my mama when she wasn't home watch my mama's porn when she wasn't home i think that's a lot of a lot of people did that mm-hmm. my parents listen to this so redacted sofa king says <laughs> i was <laughs> i was the right age but it never worked out for me timing wise plus when i turned 18 blockbuster had put hadn't put the mom and pop video stores out of business yet and i didn't have the guts to go into the same store i've been renting video games from since i was nine (laughs) and looked them in the eye while i put porn down on the counter i know right although i feel like that should have been a great coming of age moment but i the same for me i uh like we had block like i didn't rent porn for my like local home Mm-mm. uh video store i had to go like out i had to like drive away and get be like okay yeah, nobody i know side of town. nobody i know will be walking in here now it's time to do some porn shopping yeah we'd be we'd lay that night and like i said it was where the back of the building was the would face the road so you had to drive mm-hmm. around you was like ooh, i hope nobody see me driving out of this bitch yeah i'd be like yeah i know i just rented um uh, i just rented um banjo and kazooie but I, <laughs> i'd also like to rent uh black chili to uh enter to the black chili search uh 32 real quick um number 20 t- 2021 tearaway bras is the name of the episode uh we had justin on with this one mm-hmm. um and then afterwards we did like a five movie reviews so that did. was cool working hard ultra dolo releases a comment been a while oh my god just to mention the castor oil tur- makes my stomach turn old people thought the remedy to every damn sickness was making you poop your guts out when i was a kid i would fake being well as long as i could so i wouldn't have to take a spoon of castor oil yep uh castor oil that's why black people don't go to the hospital now <laughs> right it's like if you get sick you gotta get this uh and the i po- guess they guess they say if you shit it all out you clean but that would that might not fix the problem but i don't feel kill. like castor oil made you shit i don't think that's what it was oh okay i had it before you never had it right Mm-mm. yeah it's, it's just nasty i don't know if it does anything uh should that man have been fired over his barbecue sauce tweet yes or no Karen? the dude who worked in canada he said they only gave us $6. oh yes 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 right. and the reason why i said yes because you you you're stupid mm-hmm. you should be fired up with stupidity he tagged the t- company and you could have probably said that tweet and went on about your business i remember now but if you would have 
because you tagged them like hey come see me so they came and seen you yes you're fired sir yeah um i'll be like do you want to smoke bruv and he didn't want to smoke (laughs) i was already about to play the clip do you want the smoke bruv do you want do you want the smoked ribs bro come on come on no he he did not want them uh he started the fire and the fire got too hot and he didn't know how to put it out do you want the smoked brisket bro come on smoke brisket uh yeah uh so 30 percent of the audience agrees with you 70 uh they say yes he should have got fired which means 70 percent of our audience says no you should be able to tag your employer in a tweet Mm-mm. and expect to show up on monday it'd be all right and you know what you know what says the people who don't use their real faces don't use their real names don't talk about their job on social media this 70 something percent hide and won't even tell their co-workers they have social media your co-workers be like you got a social media oh what's a what's what's a twit twat you be calling all wrong names on purpose the 70 those 70 percent okay i see you all right i see you yeah i would i I hate to be like but i'm with the 30 percent that it, that just seemed like something you do before before you quit not like oh you just don't even want your job right like, tagging your right. company you can't be showing your ass online and most people in the 70 percent of people wouldn't dare do that bullshit why because you know you lose your job he was so out of pocket but i love y'all's forgiving i don't even know it's forgiving hearts if just everyone feels like they could be in that situation so they hope that they could do something that dumb and get away with it and and be seen and forgiven guess but what, guess what you can't yeah i hope y'all don't listen i hope y'all don't do this okay only a i'm a a real friend a true friend would tell you don't do this oh delete it immediately take that off of there don't even put it out don't do this viva says yes save that for the group chat he rather rather have a gift than a job that sauce probably good as fuck (laughs) uh zizzy says now personally i wouldn't mess with the bag in such a public way but i still think firing him was a step too far unless he's been testing management for a while and this is just the last straw yeah that's true yeah we i guess if it was a first offense maybe he would be okay but no i just feel like that's such an unforgivable thing to a company because to them they're like oh you a loose cannon right and the thing is nobody would have known the connection or the representation to the company but for the fact that you tagged them and they find out oh this is an employee of the company you like as a company you're actually making our brand look bad like as a company we have to think about that type of thing even you at your job now you can't go out and say fuck this company they'd be like hey dog you must not want to work here no more because if it's this is some shit that you could have bought internally you took it externally so now it's a problem um (laughs) then the next episode was episode 2022 10 years down um uh we had this is kind of an emotional episode uh we talked about a lot of sad stuff at the beginning and serious stuff karen uh this is from raven karen yes. i'm so sorry for your loss my father passed last year and now my mother has gotten to the point where we think she might have dementia or alzheimer's i'm oh, actually baby i'm actually flying home to chicago from california next week to take her to the doctor to get a diagnosis because she won't let my siblings take care take her i don't pray much but i'll be praying for you to have strength and peace during this process i can say after losing my father that of course the pain never goes away but it gets easier to live with as time passes thank you baby justin says sorry for your loss karen i haven't lost a parent yet but my wife and cousin of both of mine both lost their fathers a few years ago so i have an understanding of how you feel y'all should of course take as much time as you need to grieve also i listened to y'all at 1.5 speed and i had to go back and drop it to regular speed to listen to your chipmunk song (laughs) 
<laughs> i'm also so glad that i found your podcast about four years ago i don't i didn't realize how much i lacked black voices in my podcast feed until i found you now most of the podcasts i listen to are black from a lot of your recommendations oh well, i'm glad we could put some seasoning you, on it okay mm-hmm. sometimes you need that you put a little spice on it you be like i don't want to go back Make some little obey i can't be playing no more ultra dolo says sorry for your lost Karen. losing a parent is one of the most difficult times in life nothing can prepare you for it mm-hmm. karen you are so right grief is something that you learn to live with it never goes away it just gets a bit easier to deal with my mother passed march 2016 i still have days that i cry please take time off to process everything before you go back to work also your conversation about marriage is beautiful i love the support love and respect you have for each other thank you baby thank you yeah and that and that's you know that's what karen did she took the week off basically for the rest of the week and you know i'm i am so glad i did because i actually i i need i needed it more than i thought i needed it because my mind was ticking my mind wouldn't rest i my sleep pattern been all over the place so i'm really glad that i took it off and 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 i uh got the rest and then we heard some information about my uncle but he's doing better now so it was just a lot y'all karina b says hi rod and karen karen i'm so sorry for your loss to both of you i really teared up this episode you should both be proud of your accomplishments and the community you built karina normal speed listener thank you thank you baby uh phd ramsey says my hugs and positive thoughts are with karen and the entire family rod you are such a pillar of support for to karen in every area of marriage you both are just amazing to offer plenty of wisdom regarding how to navigate both life and relationships thank you both for sharing your experiences with marriage death grief etc this was another five-star episode love you guys thank, thank you. you uh and yeah as far as uh just sharing and stuff it was definitely something on the podcast that we had to learn to lean into um i think now 10 years later social media is really blown up and stuff and the idea of sharing or even what people call like oversharing now is what people what people used to call oversharing back then is just sharing now yeah but i remember when we started very at least with black podcast not a lot of people using their real government names Mm -mm. not a A lot lot of people people, using their faces it was a lot more like let's judge everyone and everything but tell as little as possible about ourselves and so you know we had to like lean into being like let's talk about personal lives let's talk about you know these taboo topics that you know don't make us always come off like the most like uh above the fray people um you know which which is just something that comes with experience and time doing the show and and whatnot so yeah i I appreciate that uh classic r&b lover says hello rod and karen karen i'm so sorry for your loss i have not lost a parent but age and illness means the thought is never too far from my mind i know you will take comfort from rod and the rest of your family and friends and i just wanted you to know that you had the support of your listeners as well thank you cheryl says so sorry for your loss of your mother karen losing a loved one is tough i lost my mom almost two years ago and it still hurts sending you hugs and kisses oh and lakita finally says just wanted to say that i love you guys and to thank karen for revealing to us that she has always been magic um she (laughs) she was she was meant to be here i agree thank you i agree and then the poll was a simple one how many years have you been listening to the blackout tips ah you know um because i always wonder this you know some people have been with us for the for the long haul some people 
just got here mm-hmm. uh so the, the uh, categories were 10 years between five to nine years between one to five years and less than a year five percent of the audience has been listening to us the entire 10 years wow real mvps you know how many podcasts i picked up and put down in 10 years <laughs> yes sir in a year podcast so i start off like oh these might be some cool people they say a couple things i'm like oh these things whack i'm or, off or, or either they real good but then they're not consistent or either they just take a year off and you're like oh, y'all haven't put shit out here in a year right so thank you uh between five to nine years also a hell of an accomplishment 42 percent of our listeners have been living between five to nine years oh that's a huge chunk 48 percent have been listening between one to five years that's still a lot and six percent is less than a year um and i would say a lot of those are probably from the vice uh, Mm -hmm. piece for game of thrones rebecca says i'm a newbie here but i love you guys congrats on your 10 years of podcasting i'm a hardcore podcast listener since i've got 10 hours to kill in a warehouse four days a week i chew through podcasts and love every moment of yours keep up the great work thank you thank you zenzi says i haven't been listening as long as 10 years but it does feel like i've known you guys forever i listen to your show every week on my drive to and from work and while i'm just sitting at home podcasts take up a large chunk of my time each week because i have so many interests and there are podcasts for everything these days it is i'm so sorry for your lost care and i appreciate y'all's openness about the emotions that we don't usually get to see from looking at the images people choose to present to the world i lost my dad a few years ago and it really does come in waves even to this day so when rod said that i felt it deeply thank you for everything you do and i hope you guys have 10 more years of growth and awesomeness and i look forward to being on this journey with you and i hope that one day i'll even get to meet you well we do too zenzi thank you um so thank you uh for all the nice comments on that uh episode mm-hmm. and for the, the comments on the poll and stuff yes uh truly y'all are some uh cultivated dope audience man we have uh all right the next episode was episode 2023 black man who tips <laughs> <laughs> uh we didn't get any comments on the episode but we did get uh we did have a poll and the poll had comments okay the poll was do you watch any of tyler perry's tv shows yes or no no not on a regular basis no i don't watch any of them uh 85 i don't think i've ever watched any of them 85 percent you know what no i haven't watched any of them in the totality like if i'm flipping through the channel i'll be like oh that's what they're talking about flip 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 yeah flip. i've never watched any of them uh 85 percent say no 15 percent say yes i'm not judging you for watching by the way oh I'm no have a ball because some of my co-workers at my old job loved it I, I if you guys need like an admission of uh to to match up with yours uh i watch all the cw uh dc shows yes so i have no room to talk at all juan <laughs> juan says nah not a focot but there's just so many other options I, and i love myself i'm good but get paid brother Sofa King says, I tried to watch the pilot of that show with the interracial couple in the White House. I made it about 20 minutes in before I had to bail out. <laughs> Alicia says, I voted no, but to be fair, I don't watch much TV. In my younger days, I did indulge in a few of his shows, though. I know some of my cousins do. Lakita says, I won't front. I used to dog people who liked his stories, calling them simple minds, because I'm an asshole. However, I'm... <laughs> i've always loved this Medea character and i've seen and enjoyed a couple of his movies and low-key i had a crush on tyler yes i've heard the rumors and they ain't got nothing to do with me lol (laughs) so when when whatever gospel play came to uh omaha in 2010 and they were like and they said he be there baby i took my hypocrite dollars got dolled up (laughs) 
and join my fellow blacks for a good time if he's not for you don't participate but don't ruin everybody else's fun you try to trap tyler i see you <laughs> mm-hmm. uh Kyote says dear rod and karen first please accept prayers and supportive energy for your recent loss thank you baby tyler's fair has not ever been my favor no shade my flavor no shade i have sampled it several times at multiple family gatherings college dorms and barbershops across the country <laughs> the 70s black exploitation films and 90s hood films filled my palette before i had a chance to save room for medea's offerings perry's personal stories success philanthropy and his providing opportunities for others are an inspiration but my opinion of his home cooking is still macaroni soggy peas all mush and chicken tastes like wood shout out to sugar hill gang i feel you uh let's get to the next one which is the last episode of the week which is the office depot mind trick <laughs> we return to the office depot i believe right. in this one uh got my trick again uh so we got two comments on this episode uh one is from sofa king who says thank you for what y'all said about Meghan markle and prince harry earlier today i was listening to a podcast that i usually fuck with and when they started talking about the fam let me tell you the whiteness jumped out of them they started calling Meghan everything from selfish to attention star to yoko ono and then one of the white women who was the guest co-host for the day had the audacity to say that Meghan was jealous of kate and that kate is prettier y'all that shit had me sitting up straight in my chair hollering you raggedy you got some fucking nerve i done seen what you look like yo why it always gotta be some drowned mole rat looking ass white woman who got the audacity to call a black woman ugly yeah uh i like that she didn't call her ugly she said that the other white that this white woman was prettier than her um and but but in your soul you felt it Mm-hmm. you you, you took, know you knew you it took the implied, step you right. took that step like uh-uh, i know what you mean bitch i know what you mean um yeah i i would say for me man um the megan markle thing is interesting because i didn't feel like getting on the bandwagon of all the let me talk about colonization and imperialism shit because i said she's still a black woman and it's essentially she gonna go over there and them fucking white people are gonna be real fucking racist and they have a horrible culture of tabloids and stuff over there and Mm -hmm. i know myself i can't speak for anyone else but i start feeling bad for people when they're subjected to that kind of stuff right and and so i'm just gonna get ahead of it and not be on the she ain't shit bandwagon so i don't have to top on the you know on the on the the other side to say well now it's different guys like i knew i would care to see this happen another Mm -hmm. thing i didn't like the whole is she even black thing black people try to do and they black check each other and shit uh she look her mama black she black come on i don't really have time for the parson and shit and i don't mean it in a negative way when black people claim you like this we mean it in an inclusive way you know i understand when white people do that shit a lot of times they mean it derogatorily right like you are not white that's what they're saying when they say that you know you're not you're not really white you know but no you're you're black black enough for me i've never heard her say anything fucked up about black people Mm-mm. so she cool with me um and then the other thing too is a lot of the hubbub over it is still about the just proximity she holds to whiteness yes like she that's why it's the talk of the town and everybody's talking about it yes she has interrupted this white institution 
that no one ever thought would be anything less quote-unquote than a white institution so now that you know there's a black person over there people seem to be more interested for good and bad there's black people who didn't give a fuck about this before but now they care yes this is how it works there's white people that uh, you know thought it was okay or they loved all the shit and now they fucking hate her and all that but i think um the idea of going on a podcast and calling her yoko ono and talking about how about she's not prettier than kate and shit you know there's a lot of uh bitter white women who uh idolize that idea of being a princess yes and they idea they idolize that idea of like royalty and the harry the handsome white man and all this shit and they want to be a part of that world and so to see a black woman essentially reject that world and have been rejected by that world doesn't jive with them Mm -mm. and so they're like i could do it better i someone else could have done it the right way but there is no right way for this shit and i think they're mostly hurt that that you know a handsome white eligible bachelor ass motherfucker said i'm choosing my wife over my family yes he did and we're going away uh, because y'all don't know how to fucking act and yeah, uh he was like i seen the shit my mama died because it is y'all ain't gonna kill my wife too fuck that yeah and i think they don't like that so it comes out with she's not as pretty as kate and shit like that so i don't know man i i really try to stay service level with this shit and keep it funny because i don't know when you get into how deep it gets for people there's so many motivations and it's, mm. it can be very ugly for why the fuck people even care in the first place so yes. i'm just trying to keep it light um trace windu says hey rod and karen karen so sorry for your loss and keeping you rod and your whole family my thoughts and prayers as always thank you it was so great hearing you all talk about prince harry and Meghan markle and i'm so overjoyed about them leaving their senior royal roles to be independent you would think all the shit talking they said about Meghan, they would be happy about this decision but of course in a racist brits world i guess not yeah of course not i still can't get over the mm-hmm. revelation they, they want you to take the abuse and not leave like their thing is we're gonna abuse you you say something it's a problem you we basically want you just to shut the fuck up because also you black right black guess what we still don't fuck with you yeah it didn't really matter what decision you made anyway but you know and then it's almost like well how dare you you know basically take this white man out of out of the royal family some shit that don't even ain't gonna affect nobody really you know outside of the royal family ain't gonna affect the average person but everybody has an opinion on it yep um so yeah the uh he goes on to say um okay I get over the revelation that it was William in the end who was leaking fake stories about Kate and Megan not getting along to cover up his own alleged affair. Imagine your own family doing some mess like that to to you. It's just too much. I didn't even know that part. I don't even know who the fuck William is. His brother. Okay, cool. All right. Oh, like someone told me Harry was wasn't even in line for the secession or some Mm-mm, shit. Like he like he third or something. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know. It's like what is everybody mad about, man? But I don't. I just don't understand this white shit. Mm-mm. Uh, good for Harry and Meghan not trying to be around that mess and raise their babies around love and not hate. It's funny. It's easier to follow Game of Thrones rules and shit than yes, it is it for me. Is. To, I can't follow. They need to put some dragons in that fucking castle. They want your boy to learn some names because I'm. I'm not with it. But anyways, I'll mm. oh, go ahead. What's the saying? 
but anyways rod i know you were probably half joking when you said you were going to check out the tv show suits but real talk give it a watch if you get free chance if you and it's just a fyi gina torres is on suits dog and they even gave her a suit spinoff series called pearson oh yeah i know uh, i just haven't watched it thanks again for another great one karen and rod trey thanks trey thank you yeah i i I know my girl gina torres is on there um i just literally haven't uh sat down to watch that show and now i'm so far behind i had to binge it for like a week or a few a month or something to catch up so mm. i got i'm behind on all the new shit still haven't watched the jessica jones season three y'all uh what's worse people who don't take their job seriously enough or people who take their job too seriously care the too seriously people damn people get on my motherfucking nerves because they act like every they act like any situation is fucking life or death you be looking like bitch calm the fuck down nobody's gonna die and the building ain't on fire you need to go somewhere and sit down 39 percent of people say people who take their job too seriously are the worst 61 percent say people who don't take their job seriously enough are the worst uh sofa king says no binary answer to this one depends on the job i mean sure a notary who takes their job too seriously is trash but just like it would be if it was a librarian or a mall security guard or a cashier at Popeyes, but are they really worse than an air traffic controller or a first responder who doesn't take their job seriously enough? Remember that story y'all read a couple years ago about the 911 dispatcher who just ain't give a fuck? That's probably slightly worse than a gung ho notary. And, and well, it sounds like you did pick a side, Sofa King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you did pick a side. You said you didn't pick a side, but it sounds like you did. And, and 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 it's it's like i guess for me is i i understand it depends but for me i'm gonna tell you right now most people that go to their job give about anywhere between 20 to 50 maybe 60 percent most people don't give 100 percent at their job the average person does not that's why i'm like the people that take the bitch too seriously because most of y'all y'all know y'all get an email go not today i don't give a fuck i'm not doing that the fuck that bitch i get back when i so you know a lot of people don't give 100 percent all the time so that's mm-hmm. why i'm like no the motherfucker that act like is life and death and everything is a fire those people get on my nerves because y'all know even you no matter how hard you work you have your days where you don't put in 110 percent beth says karen rod my condolences regarding your sad news this week regarding the poll i believe sofa king is right i would say the right amount of seriousness and playfulness for whichever task role uh i was going to say that i want my doctor to be very serious but a review of three months in the hospital changed my mind uh sense of humor does wonders for any job i think respecting one's job customers patience but not taking oneself too seriously is best you two sounded so adorable on your uh, after your day together it was so sweet thank you <laughs> thank you we appreciate it um we were trying our best mm-hmm. um all right let's get into uh the voicemails we got a couple Yay. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Carissa at Prof Corey on Twitter. Just giving you a quick call, um, letting you know I'm sending you lots of good energy, good thoughts uh, while you deal with um, everything that y'all are dealing with right now. Uh, it was just so lovely, Karen, to hear you talk about, um, you know, really cherishing the fact that technology has made it possible for you all to interact more. Right. And just that, you know, focusing on the things that were good um, is just such a wonderful thing to see you do. Um, so I'm happy for you that you're able to do that and, and also model that for us because 
that's something we all could do more of. Um, but I'm just sending y'all lots of good energy during this time, and um, I'll uh, look forward to keeping up with what's going on. Um, you know, and thank you for sharing the things that you're willing to share. We're all sending you lots of good energy and love. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, baby. Yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, this, you know, listen, it's, uh, it's just one of those things where con- trying to concentrate on the, on the good thing seems so obvious, but right. it's hard, it's hard to it's do hard. sometimes. It's yes. much harder than people think, man. Yes, sir. Uh, to stay focused and stay grounded and stay grateful and all that stuff. And I think, uh, you know, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget the number 704-557-0186 and, uh, the voicemails have to be two minutes or less. Hello guys. It's Samuel. Just have a message, uh, uh, I guess, joy and pain. First of all, my deepest condolences to Karen. I heard uh, on the passing of your mother. And um, the second thing is, uh, I can't believe it's 10 years that you guys have been podcasting. Uh, my biggest disappointment is that I've only been listening for eight of those years. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts since 2004, and I never heard of you guys until uh, I started listening to Twiv back in the day, and then started listening to you guys, and it opened up this whole wide world of uh, black podcasts. It's been a great eight years for me, ten years. Hope there's ten more, or twenty, or whatever. But uh, keep up the, keep it up. It's been another great week of shows, and thanks. Ah, uh, thank oh, you, Emil. Thank you, baby. Shout out to Twib. Yep. Uh, a lot of people discovered us from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Listening to podcasts is 2004. I don't even know there was iPods in 2004. Was it? What was it even called back then? Mm-hmm. Just cast? Like I don't know. That's did you that's have crazy. to program to get it? Shit. Yep. Uh, all right, we got some emails as well. Um, the black guy who tips at gmail dot com is where you go to email us. Uh, girl Kim dot called in update from the feedback episode. I wrote in um, it. Uh, hey Rod and Karen, thank you for the well wishes and the kind words for my fur baby. Sadly, I had to say goodbye to Nemo Aww. on New Year's Eve. He was eight, and we rescued each other when he was around two. Truly, the most heartbreaking experience of my life. As I reflect on that day, I know I made the right decision, even in his weakness and pain. That little nigga was still a struggle to get into his car carrier. The <laughs> unmitigated gall, the audacity. LOL. I had to laugh through my tears. I literally said to him that's right nemo you better fight me uh smile face we we still have to go i'm glad i wasn't alone for part of the process but when my friend arrived i couldn't pick with a car carrier up to bring him into the room i sat it on the floor and just broke down i definitely think he knew this was it he was meowing when we got to the room and nearly broke me uh the staff at the vet handled the entire thing with great care the nurse was tearing up and i felt bad i hear vets have a high rate of suicide and with what they had what they helped me through huh i just i wouldn't have thought about that but i guess if you have to put animals down huh yeah 
and with what they helped me through i can see why the craziest thing was swiping my credit card for the payment i was barely able to sleep that night i felt him all around me my cousin invited me to come stay with her and the fam in baltimore and i stayed with them for like five days we played board games and watched movies i made two tuscan chicken pasta and everyone else everyone enjoyed it even the kids and they are picky eaters i also just sat and played zelda for hours made significant strides in my game Shout finally. Out to zelda anything to keep my mind going waves of sadness just come but i'm so happy nemo was in my life i became so much better than i was before him i still can't believe he's gone and so quickly i found he was uh experiencing uh symptoms over thanksgiving and took him to the vet beginning of november i thought it was his diet the water quality anxiety things that could be changed but it got a diagnosis of aggressive cancer uh december 20th and my new year's eve morning his suffering was just too much for me to bear uh i'm just missing my little nigga and i'm gonna celebrate him as much as i can i wonder if any of my fellow tippers have lost a pet loved one and have any tips on how to navigate living in a space they encompassed uh started cleaning but i can't bring myself to get rid of certain items just yet that makes it too real i know when i get back to the work the moment i look certain friends in the eye i'm gonna lose it y'all make me feel heard and seen and for that i'm thankful recipes nemo nemo blessings to you both kim doc thanks kim oh, doc and i'm sorry, sorry for, your, for your loss, loss man baby. no i've never and really I'm, had a pet me so. either and i'm pretty sure there are a lot of pet owners out there that can understand yeah so i you know like i'm i think the my we had a dog for like a little bit before i went to college and i came back and the dog was gone because they had given them to like a Mm-hmm. some some family in the country so they had more land so you can run around right so i'm not really a pet person queen b says hey raj oh wait clean queen b blue ivy this is from leah who says hey raj and karen raj i like that that's nice. new uh reminds me of what's happening uh thanks for every, another great episode i spend a lot of time in my car so listening to you both really makes my ride smoother i went to chime in i want to chime in on the discussion about blue i remember some episodes back you made the parallel comparison of people coming for lizzo and how black people really didn't like whitney houston's art uh whitney houston's music at first when i think about people talking about blues looks especially the features she has from her father which personally i agree with you she looks like a blend of both of her parents it reminds me of how people used to talk about bobby christina i'm black and i'm mostly around black folks so those comments came from my community or at least people i was around and consumed i don't know how much bobby was protected from stuff like that but when she passed that's all i could think about was how just shitty a hand she had was dealt throughout uh though no fault of her own uh through many directions i hope blue is protected which i'm sure she is i know other celebrities don't get the same protection when people come sideways as a black woman yet as i'm biased and i'm glad blue is protected at all costs sorry this email is long but just wanted to point out that i see a lot of parallels in the way bobby christina was treated and how people try to come for blue uh people complain about b not posting pictures of her family and she's just such a freaking genius and this recent mess is why yes yep i've been saying it for years i'll yep, say it that's again why y'all rarely get pictures of those children she was ahead of the fucking game in so many ways you see all these women that are now these artists now that are on social media and been driven like to up the wall by it yes they have and i'm not just talking to young ones because people like to put mm-hmm. it on millennials but mm-hmm. like look at Nicki minaj man they these people have driven her crazy she really like be out there basically making a a a a a, giving most of her attention to the people that hate her Mm -hmm. um uh, anyways thanks for another great show much love to you both leah thank you leah thank you we appreciate it um 
and yeah i i feel like blue will never see this shit until Mm -hmm. she's good and damn ready you know until she wants to see it um and this one was such a cute nice thing um somebody uh adam who's a fan of uh the show Mm -hmm. he also is friends with another person who's like a uh, just like a super fan of the show named Mm -hmm. rob Mm -hmm. uh rob h and so he um wanted to gift rob a premium membership for his birthday which is today wow right he and his partner are huge huge fans even traveled to north carolina to see our show live a while back but recently had to make budget cuts because they're expecting their first child in may so now rob h thanks to um your homie adam and i believe also his partner um lauren uh you are now a premium for a year you premium so they took care of that for you yes welcome back to the fold welcome back welcome back welcome back that's so sweet baby yeah man greatest fans on the earth man that's that was so nice of you to do yes uh fine just wrote in to say hugs and love to you karen sending you love during this time and then she wrote in again too right you too grief comes in waves it definitely does thank you baby thank you um let's see what else we got here um this love fest we got going i know uh this one is from i think kersha who says uh episode 2022 hey rod and karen my name is kirsten kirsten there we go uh from cincinnati ohio and i listen to the podcast i've been listening for a little over a year now and i love you guys you guys are awesome and it helps and it gets me through my work week i was listening to this latest episode where karen talked about her mom's passing and it tugged in my heart thanks for sharing that part of you karen love you guys keep it coming two heart emojis thank you baby thank you and your heart emojis look like crayon scribbled in that was that was cool i don't think i've seen that one before oh that's precious lola writes in hello rod and karen happy new year's attaches a picture of me with your car and the awesome sticker i've been listening to you all since trayvon martin's murder thank you for helping me understand that some things cannot be reasoned out they are what they are love you both onward in 2020 sister lola in los angeles peace blessings and joy and i'll show you the picture after the show karen i i didn't know she wanted everybody to see the picture oh no problem but uh thank you we'll definitely uh we've been seeing the cars and the pictures and stuff online thank you yeah yeah thank you uh melissa says for karen mm-hmm. first off i wish you joy and love in your time of loss karen you've been so open about your life you told us about your adoption and your birth mom's mental health you didn't have to do any of that and i'm sure that a lot of people including myself have cried and healed because of your willingness to share please oh. take all the time you need to heal i've experienced a lot of loss from childhood to now and people have always told me it's life and just suck it up and move on it's not that simple and each individual mm-hmm. needs time to heal differently again thanks for your openness and may and may you and your family be comforted at this time as always thank you baby yeah that's fucked up it's like just move on because they don't want to deal with it right. because they haven't dealt with their own issues that like that like that's why people tell people to get over it and move on right that's the main reason why because they they don't want to deal with it because it quote-unquote makes them feel uncomfortable and people don't like to feel uncomfortable a queer writes in uh episode two, 2022 high rod and karen this episode almost took me out karen i'm so sorry to hear about your mother's Aww. passing i'm lifting you up in love and light you 
all really uh amongst had you really are wait you really almost had me on the verge of throwing myself on the ground and weeping this episode well you were talking about relationships and rod said marriage is real i almost hit a wild slide like a mary j blige i was your lover (laughs) and your secretary wild slide i was able to pull myself together until karen said you love me unconditionally at that point i had to keep myself from howling like that man in the meme (laughs) from the episode of a yonla fix my life i was down i know rod is uncomfortable with the idea of being relationship goals but thank you for being honest about the ups and downs of marriage and relationships the truth that you all were speaking was amazing i just wanted to let you know that i appreciate you both for being willing to be so open and honest about the things that are going on in your lives take care aquia thank you thank you baby yeah you know like i said it took us a long time to even get to the point to share any of some of this stuff like Mm -hmm you know i think people it's just uncomfortable and and then also the world is so ugly people use shit against you that you told them yourself we see it all the time someone's like you know i i'm struggling with alcohol addiction or something i went to rehab and the first thing that happened when people get mad at them you fucking alcoholic rehab bitch and you're like what what i told you that you didn't discover it right u-haul smoking this is from mr span i'm actually surprised that this is news that u-haul has started with the no smoking policy i thought this was a fairly common with a lot of at-will employers i remember about 15 years ago having a sales job with scott's lawn service to fertilize people and during my hiring process i had to provide them with hair samples to not only check the marijuana for marijuana and other drugs but for nicotine too they would not have hired me if i was a smoker it was a new policy for them at the time so they gave them in, in their incumbent employees six months to quit or they what? or they too would be let go they said they were doing it to combat horizon health insurance costs sounded like some bullshit to me but i didn't smoke so i didn't really care thinking back on it they had to be fucked up for though they had to be fucked up for those who had the job right? who were being forced to quit or possibly lose their job over something that wasn't illegal right but with scott's being an at-will employer and not having a union it didn't surprise me a lot of folks simply felt like they had no recourse but to quit yep what a ceo supposed to take a pay cut just for your health care <laughs> i don't think so fired everybody uh donna writes in psychology question okay uh hi rod and karen i love the show i especially love how you speak so freely about psychological terms such as trauma bonding and gaslighting how are you both so knowledgeable about things that i have to pay two hundred dollars an hour to discuss with a professional are you co- are your college degrees in psychology no no would you share some of your personal experiences you may have had uh going to see a therapist yourself uh well i have not seen the therapist not yet, yet. So not yet that's, i'm not yeah that's that's even the, putting that out there that's the 2020 goal is yeah is, is, our insurance just started covering that mm-hmm. by the way so yeah but uh as far as learning those tra- those those uh terms and stuff it's mostly just been online man talking to people and then whenever you hear some new shit i go look it up and, and read read about it you know uh i read i read a lot about last year um what was the book conflict is not abuse was a great book on just like how to deal with conflict how to deal what the difference is between conflict and abuse and how our online culture and the way that we're navigating the world is starting to 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 kind of erode the line between two there used to be like a definitive line between mm-hmm. i don't like this bitch and this bitch is an abuser like it, there used to be a line and there's much less of a line now because of how we've incentivized it so um yeah I, yeah there's no training here or anything mm-hmm. we're just thoughtful people and um 
that's and, and then we just try to learn you know talk to people and what i read and talk about i talk to karen you know all the time about so we just kind of go back and forth but we're definitely not um mm-hmm. you know like it's no class or anything we took no and look and look i've all my life i've always observed like look at look looked at people's lives and what to do and what not to do based off of their lives and i am the type of person even to today i like to listen to old people talk and honey it truth be told old people have some stories for your ass and next thing you know you actually will be learning and picking up even though you be like oh this old person so boring when i was a little kid but now i'm like oh they knew what the fuck they was talking about i just didn't understand it at the time also like i like to look shit up because i don't like just using terms wrong right so there's another thing too so like you know and when i'm and when i learn something i you know this is our platform so i try to share it with the audience i try to share it with karen and my loved ones so you know when i learned and went and read up on like narcissistic personality disorder i wanted to know specifically exactly what that was and and what the difference between that and just somebody who is narcissistic or because we all have narcissistic traits yes we do what's the difference between someone who is a narcissist and someone that has like narcissistic personality disorder i learned about flying monkeys this year you know like what the fuck oh, last year i'm like what is a flying monkey you know and I, and so a lot of times it's just me trying to make sense of this world um and a lot of times i feel uh affirmed by it because i'm like oh i've experienced this is what i'm experiencing in my life right now and now i know now I, so there's a downside to it you know some of these terms become common in the in the cultural lexicon and all of a sudden people you know this bitch didn't give me a hot mustard sauce at mcdonald's she's a narcissist you know like i get i get that some people probably feel like it's overused and it can be but i like to know the definition of things so that when we talk about it you know it can at least be close to right happy new year's congratulations and thank you this is from sugar babe who writes in hi karen and rod happy new year and all the best for 2020 i look forward to your more good slash bad puns more nuanced (laughs) more nuanced section of topics of the day and justin i wanted to write in long damn time to say congratulations on 10 years in podcasting as uh others have mentioned we're super proud of you and we're thankful for your both podcasting and enjoying what you do i truly appreciate both of your takes on the myriad of subjects the blackout tips was my first foray into podcasting and remained one of my favorites i finally got my the blackout tips holiday card in the mail i was as excited for this as i i was for getting mail for my family thank you and i love it uh love you from montreal yolanda and she included a picture of the card thank you glad you enjoyed it same uh, i thought when i saw the art for that card i was like i mean when i got the art back for that i was like we have to put this on the card it was beautiful condolences to karen is for my girl allegra oh thank you baby hello you too karen my deepest condolences to you and your family i truly appreciate your continued openness and trust in us to share your story personally i it makes my heart feel full each time you talk about on an intimate level i truly respect you and rod's version of marriage as for that's 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 a perfect phrase i i do feel like it's a version of marriage because yeah everybody everybody's shit is different. different yes it is you know i think that's one of the problems we sell this homogenous ass version of like this is what marriage is and it's mm-hmm. not it's not one size fit all it's not the same for any people two three five i don't give a fuck how many is not the same for anyone and and if as we stop doing that to each other then maybe we'll stop being so stressed out if we're making the quote-unquote wrong decision every week or right. day 
as for the rest of the shows this week i admittedly laugh so hard at you two and your random acts of silliness the intro to the balls deep made me laugh for a good five minutes especially your impression of future right i died oh thank you yeah that's behind the paywall is a lot of a lot of wacky stuff happening guys waka 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 you know i haven't had that much fun uh doing impressions and stuff in a long time um i had a ball with y'all yeah uh, well she's talking about just the one that's like you know this is future you know that's yes um so you know i enjoy doing that type of stuff i think the last time i really got to let loose like that was when i did uh the black history trailer yes in a world where black history is outlawed one man has to be all the historical black people throughout time to teach his class what it means to have black history starring Chadwick Boseman as Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream and Chadwick Boseman as George Washington Carver behold the peanut also starring Chadwick Boseman as Harriet Tubman I can't die but once and also starring Chadwick Boseman as Sojourner Truth. Ain't I a woman? Introducing Chadwick Boseman as Malcolm X. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Starring Chadwick Boseman as Rosa Parks. No. Featuring Chadwick ah! Boseman as Leon Robinson in the Five Heartbeats. Don't you want to hang with old Eddie Kane? Starring Chadwick Boseman as Michael Jordan. I don't take pictures with niggas. And also, Chadwick Boseman as Oprah Winfrey. You get a car. Then, Chadwick Boseman as Little Richard. A wop bop a loop bop a lop bam boom. Chadwick Boseman as Marion Barry. Bitch set me up. Co-starring Chadwick Boseman as Beyonce. You must not know about me. Introducing Chadwick Boseman as LeBron James. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Chadwick Boseman will also have to be Snoop Dogg. Fuck shizzle. And Chadwick Boseman as that one nigga who bagged your groceries down at the grocery store. Will that be paper or plastic? Then Chadwick Boseman will be Queen Latifah. Who you calling a bitch? And as a revelation coming to the screen as only Chadwick Boseman can do it. He'll also be Karen Morrow. We need empathy and sympathy. And finally, Chadwick Boseman will be you. Damn this nigga and everything. Coming to BET this fall. Make sure you watch Black History, the movie. Black History. <laughs> the hell with you? The impressions are a little bit different with Chadwick Boseman, but still, that's a, probably the most fun I've had in a while playing around on the microphone um <laughs> uh but yeah for the constant fast food violence from the constant fast food violence to harvey weinstein fuckery y'all have me on the floor just want to say thank you allegra thank you mm. yeah i do feel like we got to be funny and silly this week you know started on a i won't even say a low note it's just a different note man mm-hmm. you know but it was uh it was fun uh wow congratulations on 10 years from logan who says 
rod and karen i want to congratulate and thank you for doing your podcast consistently for so many years though the black guy tips wasn't my first podcast i was in uh i think it was ron mexico's from so uh s-o-h-h shout out to s-o-h-h the hamster Mm -hmm. it was one of the earliest ones and i found myself drawn to your thoughtfulness sense of humor and love and acceptance of blackness i can specifically recall listening to the four loco episode with 40 acres of crew and chris from insanity check as well as y'all all all y'all with the music in the background i also appreciate some of the things from the show that have stuck with me like your dick is not your friend (laughs) (laughs) especially that one time rod ranted about not even being free from it at the eight uh when you get old after that old general got caught up there was also people ain't shit but the way i felt y'all were saying it was more of a sympathetic understanding of the general human shortcomings we all have yeah mm-hmm. you guys have been with me virtually through the monotonous tasks long drives 10 mile walks where i didn't have a car the loss of a grandparents and so many other times when i needed a distraction or levity i'm glad i'm glad i've been able to witness the growth and progress of the blackout test and i'm getting myself uh right by finally leaving a review and signing up for premium and he did or that yeah logan did Shout out to you baby thank you so much logan ch thank you yep i was like look at this also just let me quick show note uh, this has not not nothing to do but anyway if you are premium and you ever have problems accessing premium Let if us you have know. if you can't figure out the rss feed and how to get an app on your phone or something email us the at gmail.com i also customer service and Ooh. it department yes and that's the job y'all yeah. y'all paying for a service i hope nobody out there is like being deprived of their premium right. if they want it if you now some people i know sign up for premium and they don't really give a fuck like they're just like i just want to give y'all some money every month let y'all know i'm out here and i love y'all and i care that's cool that's no disrespect but if you do want to take advantage of your gifts and you can't figure it out or it's frustrated you just need me to point you to the right link and all that stuff we have it it's pretty set up easily i mean if you go to the blackoutist.com slash premium and you've signed up and you scroll to the bottom the instructions are right there in blue there's screenshots and everything but it just in case i just want to i always like to put that reminder out there in case somebody needs some help because i I would hate for y'all to really be missing out on what i consider to be some really fine uh podcasting yeah the best way is to like actually email the show because you know people hit you on up on social media and i right. just tell them to email the show and, and i and i'm not it's hard to keep a track of that stuff yeah y'all. i'm not trying to be an asshole mm-hmm. i really it is such a crapshoot if you direct message right. or Cause private message or instagram please email the show with this kind of stuff because i i'm i'm really made it's hard for me to file those things away right as task to do when gmail and all that stuff already has some built-in reminders okay allegra says also i almost forgot thank you so much for the christmas card this is a second to karen embracing the jacars in our holiday joy <laughs> from allegra and mariano or allegriano <laughs> i'm telling you man i'm on to something with this shipping thing you just ship people that's already married and stuff and then it's just easier it's a lot easier ain't you know it's easier than rooting for it on a tv show you know what i'm saying you just ship the people they already together and if they break up it's on them it's like hey i shipped you okay i was just recognizing what you did let you know i was rooting for you back to single names uh miss smart writes in dearest rod justin and pops oh this is for pregame actually let me save this for the pregame okay um uh i'll add to our feedback for that um so the last thing is we did get some mail some physical snail mail Mm -hmm. and and after you do the mail i want to say something like in general okay okay 
um all right so we got this from april who uh send us this envelope let me open this up i think it's a letter open over there if you want it i think mm, i got a finger over here and it's doing the job yeah all right this one is uh oh quotable notable barack obama blank note card with quotes that that stick stickers included see the back so it's like this thing you got a little barack obama standee with a sticker on the back you can oh, stick it or something and we got our yearly michelle obama calendar i think this is the third or fourth year of that yep um uh hanging in the bathroom and then uh and then it comes with these quotes um oh some of his phrases yeah uh when all americans are treated equal we are all more free mm-hmm. miss you barack obama's signature uh american flag united kingdom flag the barack obama flag uh logo i mean it's it's only when you hit your wagon to something larger than yourself that you realize your true potential come on happy birthday i love you congratulations good luck the audacity of hope yes we can this is dope mm-hmm. thank you baby you find somewhere to stick them and i know and claim that love okay because that's my forever president forever president um, like the forever stamp we don't ever expire mm-hmm uh we got another one uh, another card let me open that up um uh oh this got a little bit of glitter on it says season to be tis the season to be jolly uh this is from lala jen aka Letitia, who says uh now the writing on the card says hope your holidays are merry and your memories are bright but then she wrote a personal message rod karen and the extended the blackout tips family i wish you all the best in the new year and i hope you all had a wonderful holiday also thank you for all the wonderful content you all produce cheers lala jen aka Letitia, and thank you for the card and sticker thank you oh thank you we appreciate it i've been loving the cards y'all um and then we got this physical package um all right it says with a card tomorrow's uh, it says uh, oh look at this card frosty the fro man <laughs> got a little afro y'all i'm oh, so mad i don't know where y'all be getting these afrocentric cards from uh happy uh rod and karen i'm so happy i gave your podcast a listen back in december 2015 i can't imagine my days without you too uh happy christmas and kwanzaa smiley face heart emo uh, heart written on here with love katrina aka number one feeling and uh let me open up the 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 bag and see what's in here oh my damn oh my damn it's kit kat y'all for me to eat wrong as hell we like kit kat Ooh, special flavors ruby cocoa beans never heard of that flavor Mm mm-hmm um didn't even know ruby's cocoa beans came in that color Mm -mm. cookies and cream a a classic Mm -hmm. and orange which is something that you would not think was good but is it sure is so shout out to those and then lastly got this box over here we got this box that i just dropped don't worry nothing fragile in there i hope uh thanks baby okay with a card first let me read the card uh okay so it says tis the season on the card right here you guys can see that it's all shiny on the inside says for thinking about the people and things that make us happy for keeping family close to in heart 
for appreciating the people who are special to us tis the season for really for feeling really grateful for people wonderful people like you uh so sorry this is late blame my budget not my heart oh it's for my girl lashonda aka mm-hmm. the doctor Ooh, the doctor oh thank you lashonda and then like it came with like a, a okay it came with like a letter inside okay, okay. congrats you are the latest victim of one of my new hobbies well technically too i have got to say karen finding your bitmoji made me feel like a stalker according to facebook you haven't <laughs> used one since 2017 oh i didn't realize that my bad so i had to go through many of your photos to find it right your bitmoji was easier to find i apologize for the buckles normally pillows i make don't have the don't have uh the i guess buckles but i wanted to include a zipper so you'll be able to fill them at your leisure uh those who uh these have lavender and chamomile flower seeds in them and the combination can be soothing just wanted to wish you a happy holidays and thank you all for that uh for all that you guys have provided karen i wanted to specifically thank you oh over the years you've reached out periodically with parenting advice that has kept me saying your perspective helped ground ground me during many a time when i was blaming myself for my son's failures he's still not at 100 percent, but they and things aren't the greatest but i'm able to move forward in part because of your encouragement and support Aww. that is one of the many reasons i look, took the time to make these for you guys as thanks for being uh my family i know we met on the internet but i still consider you family so you are stuck with me uh, <laughs> about uh care to wash if you need to uh you will need uh to hand wash them since i had stitched the embroidery uh i won't hold up to it won't hold up the rough machine watching washing lay flat to dry and remove the wrinkles and iron with the steam iron with the embroidery face down on the top of the towel so the sandwich uh is the ironing board the towel and the pillowcase then refill look forward to whatever you have to give us in the podcast moving forward love lashonda oh, oh she handmade them baby well hold up they don't even know what we talking about oh but hey we got these pillows y'all yeah, she mm-hmm. handmade those. Those are Look at this. Beautiful. She stitched this herself. Right? Yeah, and I tell y'all, and, and, and I know and people. they do smell good. People hear me all the time. But y'all motherfuckers are talented. Right? We got people out here, doctors, lawyers, all the alphabets behind their names. They can sing. They can tap dance. They are poets. Like, we got some very, very, very talented people. Y'all need to get to work and make y'all millions. And this is mine. It's me with the mic going. Is this thing on? yes it's precious baby and she, and she even did the beard in gray because that's not on my bitmoji i don't think it allows me to no, to, to make, make it, it gray. gray so like she really did the damn thing mm-hmm. uh thank you so much Lashonda. this is adorable yes i because when i seen it i thought you had uh ordered it Mm-mm. i was like oh shit she made those i don't even know how to order something like that you just me need like either. talent and, and hard work and skill and shit come on now i'm trying to tell y'all folks out of here folks right here talking about i'm broke i'm broke you sitting on your million dollar idea you better go make your money people in the chat room asking for her website which i don't know if she has one or not Me either. uh it wasn't included in the, um Mm-mm. in the letter and stuff so i don't know if it's just a labor of love i think she said she was new at new to this mm-hmm. but wow just uh thank you it's thank very you. humbling as always uh right just every every year you know we do the like i said every year i'm sending out cars like oh god another year of this i don't know why i thought this is a good idea you, you know it's you a love lot of work. it yeah i'm always in here doing all the like uh, you know i'm ordering everything then i'm the one that puts them together and yes you do stickers and tapes and stuff in this and paper cuts yeah. and shit and more then than happy to send it 
and then i no, i'm talking for myself <laughs> i'm not more than happy to send it i'm not every well, year I, I am more than happy for him to send it right karen doesn't do i have to do all the work <laughs> no so i'm in here like why did i think this is a good idea again i hate this part and then slowly y'all start to get y'all's letters y'all start to get y'all's cards y'all open them y'all take pictures y'all put videos out and honestly i'm like worth every fucking cent Mm -hmm. like honestly just to see people happy to have that connection with our fans in a way that everybody can't this is the first year that too many people wanted one we didn't even have enough cars i had to start sending y'all cars from the last two and three years so we cleaned that we had left over yes we still have some okay um thank y'all man Mm -hmm. Uh, y'all are so talented y'all are so we i'm so proud of the audience we have built man it yes i feel like art to me as a podcast listener the audience is a reflection of the host yes and not just us every single podcast so if you have a podcast with nasty mean people you're gonna have nasty mean listeners yes you are if you have podcasts with i've seen it yes you know if their whole thing is i'm an asshole and i'm offensive then that's who's gonna listen to their show and it's gonna come back to them and even when it comes to people not being giving people not wanting to like you know chip in and like support folks that's because you're not supported that's because you don't you don't believe in putting that out in the world so why would anyone else do it to you right and i feel like if nothing else our audience has been a complete reflection of the values that we represent here and with few exceptions and um i i'm so happy and proud and grateful and um you know and and affirmed by y'all's uh support and by you know even to take the time to make a pillow like right? that to me is just like oh my god i can't believe somebody would do that time about your busy ass schedule let alone someone sending doctor. us kit kats from the united kingdom all right you know what i mean like it's just y'all do like, stuff that just like blows us away on a constant level so thank you mm-hmm. karen you said you wanted to say something before we got out of here yes i wanted to tell everybody just thank you thank you for uh hitting me up on social media and people reaching out to me individually and things like that it it means more to me than you guys uh will ever know because you know i i I know that i'm loved but it it meant something to me to to share uh the death of my mother with you guys you know because you guys kind of are are an extension part of us um you know some people was telling me you know that i was brave and things like that and what and i didn't really think about it i don't I guess I didn't really consider it as being brave, but I guess nowadays it quote unquote would be considered brave to share a personal moment like that because you know, for a lot of people you're vulnerable, you're you're actually allowing people to to get a glimpse of your life and and because of social media how mean and hateful people are a lot of people go no no i won't show you anything of my life because i don't i don't want to deal with the backlash and people you know tearing me down but i trust our audience and i love our audience and i know that our audience will be a cushion for me to allow me to be as open and as honest as i desire to be and they will be understanding to that and i also another reason why i kind of decided to share it to an extent because i know there were other people out there who have lost parents who might be going through the process of losing parents or who just may have just lost a parent like i did you know to let them know that you're not alone there are other people out here because the thing is about death and dying and just the world is so crazy y'all but the biggest trick of the world is the world making everybody think that they the only one they the first one ever deal with something and that's not true whatever you're dealing with in your life somebody somewhere has dealt with it before and like roger said they done figured it out while you trying to figure out the answer it's somebody that got an answer somewhere 
you know so it's just was very uh comforting to let me know that people cared and for the reaching out and the love y'all just don't know how much that got me through the week you know because i'm not gonna lie it's been a rough week some days have been better than others y'all you know some days i was fine some days i wasn't fine some days i was sleeping some days i wasn't sleeping you know i've kind of been all over the place you know things been stressing me out and things like that but i know that uh i have you you guys love and you guys support and you know and as wild as it may sound i can feel your energy you know people you know have been sending positive vibes and energy and things like that i can actually feel that and this and it's been one thing that's kind of keep me keeping me going and truth be told the one me and roger talked about this off the mic the one consistent thing in 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 my life right now is the podcast it's it's the thing that's consistent it's the thing that i know when i come here i am in my safe space in my safe zone you know just because this is what i do this is who i am you know and it made me realize hey hey this is what i do and i uh was born to do this if that makes sense like this is my quote-unquote purpose and once you find that life is more fulfilling and also me and roger talked about it too it also makes me uh think about spending time spending more time with loved ones and and people that love me friends and things like that and as i've gotten older y'all my definition of family has changed my definition of friendship has changed and i want to be around people who actually love and support me unconditionally so me and roger talked about it's going to be this year and it's not going to be associated with podcast we're just going to go visit people it's people you know we have on a list that we're going oh we actually enjoy these people and enjoy their company we're going to actually physically face to face spend time go out to dinner and things like that because you know everybody gets busy but it's one of those things where I want to, this year's the year of spending time with the people that actually matter, your loved ones, renewing, refreshing, you know, like I say, new year, new you, you type of thing. So it's been one of those things where I just want to tell everybody, thank you. I want to tell everybody, I just, I love you all. You know, we couldn't do this without you all. Thank you for just all that y'all do from leaving five-star reviews to donations to the premium people. Like Roger said, the audience is a reflection of us. We're just doing what we do, and we're still in awe and just amazed at how you guys give back to us tenfold sometimes and and don't even even know the little things y'all do, how much they put a smile on our face when we talk to each other. Yep. Thank you. You guys have, uh, like I said, man, you guys reflect us back. We reflect back. It's a lot of reflecting going on. A lot of reflecting. Okay. But nobody looking in the rearview mirror. Okay. We looking forward. Look forward. We're reflecting. Okay. <laughs> we shine. And you know what I'm saying? Like my dad used to say, uh, I don't call you son cause you're mine. I call you son cause you shine. So oh, I appreciate y'all sweet. and Karen until, uh, tomorrow, uh, which, oh, wait, hold up we also have been doing a lot of podcasting so yes there's premium stuff out there there's spoiled movie reviews we're gonna me and justin are gonna sit down and record like four or five again tomorrow um there's um uh balls deep in the pregame mm-hmm. uh we did a nerd off last friday yeah, we i believe got a little smacking good uh coming. which sterling was back on we finally got sterling back on mm-hmm. the nerd off we have a lip smacking good that we secretly recorded that is coming out this weekend hopefully mm-hmm. um and yeah we stay so we stay working i think you know i know for me the podcast when i go through times of trouble and stuff anxiety all kinds of shit 
this podcast as much as y'all like it's been here for us it's been here for us too yes it has and so it's been something that is a safe place that we can come to where we're not judging each other mm-hmm. we're we're having fun but we're also being open and honest and we have a audience that 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 rewards that and so uh yeah this whole thing has been like you know we've been doing work um not just on some workaholic shit but because sometimes you just need that that thing you're gonna accomplish that day that you're like i yes. did i did that and to be focused uh, i was able to like um to to release for a little bit and so you guys have been that you know we don't necessarily go to therapy but in a weird way the podcast is kind of therapy for us yes it is most people don't sit down and talk with their wives for a couple hours a day five six times a week no they don't uh which is which is sad reflection on marriage if you think about it but still let's not let's not get too dark let's just talk about the positives uh we get to do that and so anyway thank you guys until tomorrow i love you i love you too